Is that considered blackface, Brian? <laughs> no, I'm just playing. No, I'm just playing. I'm just playing. I'm just playing. I clicked away to look at the quote and I was like, oh no. For uh, joining us on a on a Rick Ross Monday, that's the way we're gonna let's over <laughs> on a on a Rick Ross Monday. Um, hopefully, everybody's doing well. Uh, I'm happy to be coming to you from Mountain Time, so I am coming yeah. from the past. These two are in the future. They can let me know if there's anything major I need to worry about. It's very grim. Rob okay. DeSantis is on some bullshit, and it's just a, it's just I can tell you, go back, just stay where you are. Okay, cool, cool, cool. I will yeah, stay right here. Stay where you at. Um, but gentlemen, we are going to get into some news today. Yeah. Uh, thank you all for joining us for the live stream, but we're going to get into some news today. Uh, but in order to do it well, and in Hi, order everybody. to do it right, we need to bring in uh, a one Brian Roush, aka oh, wow. Not Serious People. Brian, not serious how are you people. feeling? I, honestly, I'm so hyped to be here. I've been looking forward to this moment all day. I'm in a good mood, had a good day. And I'm also like, I'm still thinking about Succession. I know we're a movies podcast, but this show, it's got a stranglehold on me. And I and I love it so much. So I'm just, I'm happy to be here and talk movies and news and, and top superhero movies. I, I'm, I'm pumped. Is it Brian, like a inky stranglehold or is it like a, <laughs> if you don't let go, I'm going to black out stranglehold? I guess both could be the same thing. I mean, I, mean, that, I don't you know. know. I'm, not I, here to, I'm not here to tell you how to get your boat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. look look it just this show came out of nowhere for me and it i was like i don't know if i'm gonna like this show i'm not really into corporate drama and espionage and here i am like years later and it's like i need to know what happens i need my fix like i need to know how this show ends. Okay. i don't know how they land this plane so i'm just i'm super into it it's giving me energy I have several questions when we get to that portion. I also, okay. have, I also have, yeah. questions. Right. I've, I've, I've right. also have questions. Sounds good. Uh, uh, yeah, I, I can't wait. Uh, well, yeah. Good. Brian, what else besides Succession are you reading and watching these weeks? <laughs> oh, these so uh, I watched Air this weekend, and we'll, I'll do like Ooh. a micro review later uh, in the episode. We can talk about it, but watched Air. Uh, and I am currently reading A Court of Frost and Starlight, which is a fantasy oh, novel. Okay. Uh, oh, and uh, okay. yes, right. it's in the same series right. as A Court of yep. Thorn and Roses, which I was reading okay. last All month. Right. So this All this right. book series also has a stranglehold on me. I should probably get a more healthy term to describe this. It's just they're holding my hand real tight here. Uh <laughs> So, <laughs> yeah, yeah, Brian. I don't want to shame you. Me, anything, buddy, it's, but. it's got me tied up and locked in its basement. Everybody, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm really excited like, about it's it. It's currently got me bent over, whipping my ass right now. You know, so, like, what? I, like what mental images am I going with here? Like these corporate baddies just hands, like don't move, ball and then and it's flail in its hand. Yeah, uh, and then a book that doesn't have a stranglehold on me—that's having a lovely afternoon lunch with me—is a book that I'm reading <laughs> called. 
How to Do Nothing, uh, which I okay. am loving, and it's uh, it's heavy, but it's good. And uh, for any uh, for any folks out there, maybe me, me you know, I, I say millennials because I'm a millennial, and I feel like a lot of us have burnout, Gen Z too. But look, if you're feeling burnt out, read this book because it's like, hey, you stop, just stop doing stuff all the time. That's why you're tired. Just stop <laughs> hey, it. Fucking do less. Like, Please, just can you sit for like 10 minutes and not do anything? Like, are you okay? Like, that's essentially what this book keeps Hilarious. saying to me. And it's like, okay, I get it. Like so, it uh, so uh, that's that's what I'm re I'm also, I mean, I'm re watching Breaking Bad. There's nothing revelatory there other than I think it's probably the best TV show. And I know that saying stuff, and I know like people will yeah. have opinions about that, but man, Breaking Bad, they they know, man, that is a good TV show. Uh, they yeah. they they did it they the reason why game of thrones could run was because breaking bad figured out how to walk That's it was like you're you gonna think turn, you're gonna turn up every week for about an hour oh, to watch some high stakes drama i mean i i'm convinced that some of the shows we just wouldn't have gotten had it not been for for breaking bad i absolutely like you look at sopranos and i feel like a lot of people point to sopranos and what they were doing but i feel like breaking bad does just such a unique thing of just these people are not good people like they like <laughs> like there's maybe one good person in this show that i would be like yeah. that person is good and like yeah. anyway they do it masterful they make you care about these it's the same thing with succession maybe i, I have a type here but like they make you care about these people that are not good people and that's that's yeah. impressive um and re-watching it it's a great rewatch value haven't watched it since it originally aired so i'm just i'm having a ball over here good well, good. Glad yeah. to hear it. We yeah. also need to bring into uh, this whole thing uh, a one Marcus J. Destin. AKA, Get him in here. I'm on my bullshit. Marcus, yes. how you feeling? I feel good. I'm on my bull. I'm feeling so fucking chaotic today, man. Just <laughs> I love it. It's just a I love good it. Monday. Just a good day to fucking pod. You know what I mean? So I'm here. So listen, if you this is listen, if you've been with us since season one, that is the Marcus that's here today. Oh, so I love it. Be aware where you I listening. love it. I'm just on a bunch of bullshit. I may say some stuff that may, you know what I mean? You may not like. Guess what? I don't give a fuck. I don't give a damn. <laughs> I don't give a goddamn. Uh oh. That's incredible. We're going to get some that. hot takes. Maybe, hot sizzling. Possibly. Hot sizzling hot takes. Yeah. But I'm here. You know what I mean? I'm feeling good. But good. I want to check on my guy. Oh, wait. Am I supposed to be doing reading and watching? watching. What, reading and yeah, watching. Yeah. What, 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 what are you doing? For some strange reason, I watched Peter Pan and Wendy on Disney Plus. Um, How'd that go okay. for you? That's it a choice. was okay. Okay, they've done so many renditions of Peter Pan, and yes. I like Peter Pan. I love. I, I, they kind of lose me the more British. It seems like it gets more British every time I watch this shit. <laughs> and so it's just, I don't know what it is. I, Peter Pan feels a certain way in my head, and and the it's just I don't know. This one was interesting. Jude Law is like Jude Law, so and he's playing Captain Hook. Yep. So that's good. I just yeah. don't know if I was just as I don't know if this was made for me. So, but I did watch yeah. Peter Pan and Wendy. It was fine. I probably will not watch it again. It gave Captain Hook kind of a different origin story this time around. And so okay. uh, I don't know if you're interested in that. There's that. And then I also watched so I fucked around and thought that I watched all the Riddick movies in one day. I thought there was only two, but I forgot that the first one is called Pitch Black and it's yes. not called Riddick. Yes. No. 
And so I forgot that. Saw it popped up on Netflix. Like this is something that's for you. And I was like, No, I watched this no, already. You no, dumbass. I, and then it turns out <laughs> I was a dumbass. So, pitch, black, right. pitch, pitch Black is really good. It's a it's really I enjoy Pitch Black. You know, Pitch I, Black, Pitch Black, Riddick, and Chronicles of Riddick. They all it did well progressing the solo man story. Like yeah. I don't know if Pitch Black was meant to evolve Riddick the way it was, but I guess it was such a popular movie that they had to. Yeah. Um, yeah. And then Power Ranger Zio. That's pretty much um, episode 30. I was going to say, you got to be pretty close to like finishing Zio. I'll be honest. I don't know if I want to finish it. (laughs) I'm just, I think I'm going to hit the hot points (laughs) where the Gold Ranger comes in and then the final like three episodes. Sure. But it's a lot of the same shit. And it's just like, I just need to scratch that itch and keep it moving. I feel yeah, um, I, yeah, yeah, I get that. Look, Roman Myers is in the chat from the Patreon. Roman Myers said, "Let her rip, let her rip." But I want to hear from the hot steaming Boise man himself, <laughs> the <Doug laughs> Boise <laughs> the boss man Wagner. <laughs> you better be wary. Um, that's my impression of somebody <laughs> who's telling you to be wary for Sunday when I'm going to come. Coming straight Somebody. out of SummerSlam. Fuck yeah. Uh, uh, yes. <laughs> Who else um, sounds like that? Nobody. <laughs> not a lot of folks. Not a lot of folks. Um, oh, I. It's been a Monday. I've had a crazy Monday. I've been yeah. up. You're here. I have been up since 4 a.m. Central Time because I oh, had to wow. coach this morning. Yeah. So, and then I hopped on a plane, <laughs> thought I was going to die for a minute, yep. figured out I wasn't, <laughs> and did. now I'm here. Um, so it's been a good day. I'm in Boise, Idaho to meet with the fine folks at Boise State University. Very um, nice. And so I will be on campus all day tomorrow. So that is why I'm here. Boise is a lovely town. I do yeah. have- careful because idaho has a lot of white supremacists and let's just say i gave myself a haircut before i showed up and i didn't realize i was signing up for a newsletter so that's a whole thing that i didn't realize was the thing that was going to happen so i have you signed up for a newsletter it was a joke (laughs) right it was oh Right. It makes it look like I signed up for a newsletter. <laughs> I was saying, there's a white supremacist newsletter. Is that just what? What? what oh, my gosh. Is it? Mm-hmm. It's I called mean... hate and offense. Like, uh, that's what it's called. Yeah. Uh, I mean, got it. Uh, yes. Roman Myers says, yikes. Yikes is it. right. I mean, don't yeah. they just print 4chan? I mean, for their newsletter? I don't right. know, man. I, right. I don't know. I don't it's know a whole thing. thing. But anyway, I have to be very careful. But it seems like a very lovely town from the places I've been thus yes. far. Um, yes. So, yeah. So Can somebody that. name non-white supremacist safe states because that's where i'm moving next uh minnesota seems okay i mean it seems all right depending yeah. on like you, i mean i'm sure if you went up to the really north woodsy there'd be <laughs> somebody who has that's like, why a i matted, hesitated but he's like, Brian, got a, mat, a matted well. beard a matted beard well no uh, Colorado. we'll do this another pod don't worry about it this will this, probably be a bonus episode find where the same black we'll get go. we'll get a tier list we'll make yeah. it a tier we'll yeah, get yeah, tier yeah. maker if you're in the patreon start a list of where black make a move yeah let's, yeah, let's start that start a melanin face inclusive yeah. list like yeah, yeah, that's yeah. what we need to know <laughs> um but other than that what am i reading and watching uh yeah, i, I want to know watching i started watching season five no, season six of Rick and Morty on the plane. So that was okay. Fun. I, I watched okay. that. I did start that. Um, nice. I, I've i been going down like a South Park rabbit hole. And I've I been don't there. Know wh- I don't know why, but there are certain episodes that I remember like really enjoying from when I was younger mm-hmm. that, I, that I went back to. Mm-hmm. Um, I started air, but didn't get a chance to finish it. Okay. See my story about me thinking I was going to die on a plane. Um, <laughs> in <eat>. terms... <laughs> 
in terms in terms of what Listen, I'm reading, speaking, we're gonna die. There's a and, man in the back sweating. He believes to be a white supremacist. Uh, hey, uh, to the white supremacist in seat twenty three A who has to shit and is simultaneously sweating all of the liquid out of his body. Um, I'm gonna circle the plane like six times. So good luck. It's funny because the pilot was probably black and he saw you and he did that shit on purpose. <laughs> so he was like, I got something for your white supremacist ass. Don't yeah. you worry. Yeah. <laughs> just like, I have a paperclip. I have, I have the rainbow pen. I'm, I'm, I'm with you. I'm an ally. I'm an ally. <laughs> That's what's funny is I'm wearing like my corporate t-shirt that is like rainbow bar chart. Like yep. it's a rainbow, like, but it's yep. a bar graph. And yeah. so it's, yeah. yeah. Um, What am I reading? I'm reading in terms of comic books. I'm reading. So I read the lives of Wolverine and now oh, yeah. I'm reading the other half of it called the deaths of Wolverine. So I started that, which is really, really good. Um, and then I'm going back down oh, a stoicism that. rabbit hole. So I finished oh. ego is the enemy. So I read that, which was really, really good. And I just started recently uh, the other book by Ryan holiday called uh, the obstacle is the way. So I'm very excited okay. to continue reading those. Um, so yeah, that's uh that's what I got. Nice. Gentlemen. Nice. We have a whole episode to get to. Full we, do. Of, we do. Yeah, we really do. So we we're gonna play a little lot. game. Let's do it. Called Catch That Quotable. Hey. Catch that quotable. Silky oh, nice. sounds and Marcus J. Uh, like this. listen, y'all. We got some new rules to catch that quotable. I'm, I'm, we gonna we gonna break this down. All right, here's what's happening. <laughs> Lay them out. Doug is gonna read this shit twice because we are here about your audio adventure. All right, we are here right. to be uh, a, a blessing to your ears. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Is that considered blackface, Brian? <laughs> No, I'm just playing. No, I'm just playing. I'm just playing. I'm just I'm just I clicked away to look at the quote and I was like, oh no. I am just kidding. I am only I am just kidding. the Miles mask in here and I was like, I don't know if this is even gonna fit. And then then Marcus says that that comes off right away. Right away. Right away. He pulled that shit right. No, I'm not getting into a Jimmy Kimmel situation here. No, 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 not me, sir. No. Absolutely not. <laughs> okay, yeah. No, it's all right. Look, I told you I was on some bullshit today. Okay, here's you what's going to happen. <laughs> all right, what are these rules? What are these rules? Doug yeah, is going to read this shit twice, okay? He's going to read the quote twice, back once, and then straight into the second read. After the second read, I'm going to pull up our one-minute timer. We have one minute to deliberate amongst ourselves and connect the dots how we usually do. Then after that minute, we have to give an immediate guess. As okay. Marcus says, uno momento, no lo sientos. Uno momento, yeah, I did one say moment, that. One moment, no he is listening apologies. to the music. Look at that guy. Yeah, 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 yeah. No uno momentos, no por favores. Oh. Yep, that's right. mm -hmm. okay. No more one minutes, no more pleases. All right, Doug. Okay. Brian, yes. I like you needed a dictionary for that. Um, okay. <laughs> I got there. Here we go. All right. Reading reading, reading number one. <laughs> Nathan Cornwell has just discovered Nemunoloca microscopolytic vulcalina osiosis. Wow. Yeah, that's that was a lot. I'm going to punish Roman for this. Big round of applause, people. Big round of applause. I have to read this again. That is a super scientific. That was word. the thing. I am, I am fucked. Okay, here we go. <laughs> Let's read this again. This is a, okay. okay. Nathan right. Cornwell has just discovered. New Mona Ultra Microscopolytic Volcolano Osiosis. Big round of applause, people. Big round of applause. 
All right. Well, and that is the whole quote. <laughs> that is the whole quote. Oh man, I wasted ten seconds on that. Okay, let's go. Uh, I, was, I was thinking of the what's that movie with Will Ferrell? Uh, what's the movie with Will Ferrell? The the remake yeah. of the that with the dinosaurs. Oh, uh, Land of the Lost. Land of the Lost is the first yeah. thing because it sounds so silly and over exaggerated. Uh, here's here's what I'm gonna say. This sounds know. like a. It sounds like on the verge of drunk history. So my yes. guess is that is history of the war world part two that came out on hulu that's a tv show or a movie it's a movie oh. it's a movie uh i don't know man I, I for some reason i'm thinking of this weird sci-fi movie with adrian brody and it's called species okay. i think yeah anyway, movie. yeah i, I don't know okay we got 10 uh, seconds left. that's that's where i'm at so are, are we just gonna spread spread it around i mean yeah i think it's best to just spread the game all right you know what I mean? okay I, I guess we're good yeah okay that's right. a minute that's a minute all right, One gentlemen. Minute. Ooh. All right. here we go putting in the quote everybody drum roll please. So we got species the will ferrell dino movie mm-hmm. and history of the world part two okay yeah. oh my god this is uh i know we're all wrong though that's fine uh, yeah, that's totally fine. That's fine. Um, <laughs> we're, we're so, yeah, yeah. Doug is in the realm. Roman Myers, I you want to give us one more shot with a hint? You want to while us I try it while I look this up? Yeah, while we look it up, you want to give us a hint real quick? I keep it's rereading not. Doug's name as Boosie Badass. Boosie, <laughs> welcome, Boosie. <laughs> okay. You know what it is, Doug? I am having a hard time finding it. So oh, just okay. Give me one second. Okay, I am. Okay. I know that this is doesn't play well for an audio format, but okay. that's okay. That's okay. Uh, uh, that Adrian Brody movie I mentioned, super weird. Uh, oh, that, uh, what yeah. year was that? That was oh. uh, two thousand around two thousand twelve. I think it's in a two thousand eleven or two thousand twelve movie. And oh. don't it's not a good date movie. Jeez. Jeez. Uh, Adrian Brody makes. I watch it with your mom. Is that the one with the lady who opens her legs and its teeth down there? No, that's no, movie. that's teeth. That's the movie Teeth. Those are called those are called vagina dentata. Oh, got it, got it, got it, got it. Just all the science terms. How silly of me. Marcus, if any of us would like to revise our guess, Roman gave a hint in the chat. I am abstaining. Shoot. A battle. Roman Myers gave the hint. A battle for a secret recipe, and Germany is the opponent. So now I'm thinking um, Inglorious Bastards. Okay. Uh, for some Marcus strange has, reason. Marcus has changed his guest to Inglorious yes. Bastards. Brian. Inglorious Bastards. I, I, I'm so I I don't I don't know. Uh, the Imitation Game. I, okay. I don't know. Nice. Okay. We all got it wrong. All right. This is sweet. From the movie Beer Fest. Oh, oh my no god! What the fuck? Yeah. Yep. There you go. Yep, got that one wrong. Oh my god. Okay. Well, that checks out. That makes sense. That makes okay. sense. Right. I'll let you slide with that one. I'll let yeah, you slide. That that's one. solid. I haven't seen Beer Fest in a long time. Yeah, Neither that's a while. Oh. Um, Man. Roman, if you could not put super scientific terms in the quotes. Yeah, Roman. Uh, <laughs> I mean, that was a good challenge. That, that was a good challenge. Oh, yeah, I stumbled through that. I am not a medical doctor. I'm not a doctor of any kind, but I mean that's got to be related doctor. to beer, though. It's right. Not. Oh, <laughs> it's not. Okay. Oh. Well, I mean, hey, if my hey, if Sam Wagner, if you're listening to this, <laughs> if you own a brewery. Yeah. Is that, yeah. So, yeah. Feel uh, free to comment, <laughs> please. Um, Mark. Uh, but Roman, thank you for the quote. Yeah, Roman. gentlemen. 
we have a whole ass podcast to get to where we're going to dive in to some of the news and headlines. It was very specific. Been very specific to the um, we're going to dive into the news and headlines and why they are important to us. And I'm going to kick it on over to I'm on my bullshit Marcus oh, J. Dustin. Yeah. To lay us down his first Do it. piece of news. All Talk right. I want to get into a new segment. I'm going to be a little bit all over the place, but you got to follow me here. All right. All right let's do it. Place, but you got to follow you got me it. here. I'm going to get into a new segment called Get Him Gun. All right. <laughs> get his ass. I love it. <laughs> you so, got to watch this live stream because that graphic was amazing. That was exquisite. Thank you. Much. That, was, that was amazing. It's that the was, best that experience I've I pride myself on the experience of filming the black and white. Amazing. So, James Gunn had a weekend. And here's one thing. I am slowly, I was already a fan of James Gunn. Sure. Okay. But now I am just finding myself every day entrusting him with Superman legacy and this universe that he is building yeah. over there at DCEU. I've shared a couple tweets. Yep. But really what has made me um you know, made me a fan of Gunn is he is in full control of this fucking universe that he's creating over there at DCU. Mm-hmm. Right. Um and more specifically, he stays on top of any rumors, any type of bullshit posts that come up on Twitter specifically. He is number one at, at replying to the post and saying, this is a bunch of bullshit. Let me give you an example. There was a Ooh. page called DCU Leaks, at DCU Leaks, okay? <laughs> and they said, breaking, Static will have his own game with a working title. No, 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 hold on. Let me go back to the original one. The original it's one at- is interesting. Margot Robbie is no longer Harley Quinn moving forward. The DCU will have a different actress as Harley Quinn. He at DCU Luke's at James Gunn. James Gunn deleted his tweet about potentially working with Robbie again after he found out that she had signed to join the MCU. Her contract states no more DCU projects. Here is James Gunn reply. All right, dude, why'd you just keep posting lies? Sometimes (laughs) it's just stupid made up stuff. But other times, making up bullshit like this about people I care about can be hurtful. Maybe you're having a difficult time in life and, and, and lying for attention is how you get solace. But please, find a better way. DC DCU leaks responds and they say, I'll do better. Heartbreak emoji, sad face emoji. And by sometimes, does that mean you found some of my lies okay with looking eyes? James Gunn replies again. And says, I don't think lying is okay. Any lying is okay. I'm just democrating the difference between stupid lies and potentially harmful ones. James Gunn is in full fucking control. Okay? He's not letting petty... He said, (sighs) this is him holding his nuts, standing ten toes on the mountain, and saying, when (laughs) I cast the motherfucker that I cast, you all will hear from me first. Yeah. Yep. Dude. Yep. I mean, what a power fucking move to be like, hey, I, uh, maybe just shut the fuck up. Like, shut the fuck up. We <laughs> talked about this last podcast, too. Have some yeah. decorum in the shit that you are publishing. Yeah. Well, and I feel like this speaks to like such a huge, like, huh, not to get into Twitter. The thing I'm going to say is ever <laughs> since Twitter changed how they verify people, this stuff is way more common. And I, and it, in my opinion, it's what led to all the Fantastic Four crap and sludge and just like just a a deluge of people making stuff up about fantastic four because oh there's a blue check so i mean i guess this twitter account has to know something so i guess mila kunis is the thing (laughs) and i just (laughs) i I, 
and I feel like that has contributed to it. So if people mm-hmm. have a check mark, they feel like they can better say this stuff. And I'm just glad James Gunn in this world of where misinformation is just accepted by so many people and not questioned. He's out there actually trying to fight this good fight of like, yeah. can you stop? Like, this is please stop. Yeah. And this is coming from the not. horse's mouth. And I think the other thing that's important here is like when you do this, you risk giving the 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 person that's spreading the misinformation more attention. Mm-hmm. You don't want to do that. And I feel it's like what risk. He, he gambled. I mean, and Marcus and I talked about it in our group chat a little bit, and he found a way to just like, it was like a heat seeking missile. This was not like a long diatribe, but he was just like, you need to stop. It's wrong. And like, you're lying. Goodbye. And then even just yeah. even went so far to be like, you're a sad person. Bye. Mm-hmm. And the just worst... completely destroyed their credibility. Yeah. The worst thing you could have done in this situation was to say, there are parts of what you said that are credible. I'm not going to comment right. on what those are, but mostly this is a lie because then more people are going to go to his page for like, look for the tweet 100%. and say like, all right, well, what part of it is true? What part of it isn't? And yeah. So the fact that he was able to be like, nope, you're lying. There's something wrong with you. Bye. Like it was just so quick. It's perfect. Hey, but here's the thing. Perfect. Here's, here's my concern before I go into the next part of the get em gun segment. Right? Okay. Okay. Um, good. 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 I feel like this could go two ways. Okay. Right. Because when you reply to everybody, everybody wants a reply. Does that make sense? Ooh, yes. True. Yep. Okay. hundred percent. So if I give attention to one and this outlet yeah. is not a confirmed outlet at all, they pay for a check. So people yep. who are used to seeing the blue check, like Brian said, they now see this blue check. Nobody really goes to look and see who's paying for it. It'll pop up on the no. page. But if I'm used to seeing a blue check, I'm going to think it's official. Okay. Yeah. That yeah. means a bunch of unofficial outlets or a bunch of bullshitters could just kind of come in and just make up whatever the fuck they want, especially after Elon, to my understanding, has kind of discredited or made it harder and created more barriers to get to actual information from um, verified news hey. article places. Yeah, there's there's yeah, def- Elon, I would definitely believe that based on what I've seen. Elon should stick to <clears throat> stick to cars. Well, he just stepped down as a fucking CEO, but put whoever the fuck he wanted in there so he could still <laughs> overlook the whole thing. Yeah. That's, this ain't about Elon. Fuck Elon and fuck DeSantis. So um, here's, 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 here's the second part, all right? So James Gunn did a video. I think it was like a GQ video, too, as well, right? Ooh. And in the GQ video, he gave his top five favorite comic book movies. <gasps> okay. Oh, boy. Okay. okay. Very curious. Here is his list, and I think y'all are gonna like this list. All right. Guardian, Guardians of the Galaxy One. <laughs> the <laughs> Suicide one, Squad. <laughs> Scooby Doo. Um, <laughs> so his number one, or what's listed first, Into the Spider Verse. Number one. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I mean, it's yeah. I mean, that's good, right? That's good. Okay. Superman. The original. The original Christopher Reeve. Okay. With Christopher Reeves. Okay. Christopher Reeves. A History of Violence. Old Boy and Deadpool. Huh. I see. I can see this. I see all of that. If you if you take a step back now, I have not seen um, a history of violence or old. You boy. should really see a history of violence. Okay. Is that a superhero movie? Is that a comic movie? It's, see, this is the part of this that I'm not entirely sure. I yeah. wonder. I think we are. I think I'm gonna make an assumption. For sure. We are saying this is a comic book movie in the terms of well, like marvel dc comic superhero. book superhero movie right when in reality a history of violence could be a, is more than likely graphic a graphic novel, novel. It, it, uh, is. The, it is it is a movie 
the movie uh, starting Vigo Mortenstein is, and that's not how you say his name. That's how I'm saying Vigo Mortensen. Vigo Mortensen. Um, he's, it's incredible. Hmm. Like, it's a very good movie. When he said that, I'm like, God damn, that's an, that is, that's, that's, a, a, cool. that's a big ad. Yeah, that's so, a big ad. I, I think when I look at this, I see all of the things that he likes. Yes. In this list. I see his directing style in this list of movies. Yep. I've never seen Old Boy. Yeah, I don't know what that is. I don't I've never seen Old Boy. Have you seen Old Boy? Oh Brian. Yes, I have. Brian. Uh is it weird? Is it our jam? Is it racist? No, it's it's not racist. (laughs) It's old boy is not racist. I don't know if it would be your jam. What I will say is oh. it is originally, I believe, a South Korean movie. Okay. And there is a, a United States adaptation. Don't watch that one. Okay. Um, but the original Old Boy was on Netflix, and I watched it. And and when I tell you I got to the end of that movie, and I was like, oh, I, it, it, it blew my mind in both okay. good ways and bad. Okay. Okay. Because here's okay. the thing. When I hear the phrase "old boy," yeah. I refer like in the immediate. It immediately goes southern accent, like "old boy." Like it's the yeah. first place that it goes. Okay, I, I don't ask that question. Go yeah, yeah, not gonna I, go there again. I mean, um, there are people who might come and ask me to join a club. If, yeah, I, if you and, if you keep uh, setting yourself up for failure, and this is nothing. On, this is all on you at this point. Yeah, yeah. Tr- I'm in control of my own fate, Brian. That's incredible. I'll have to yeah, try. I want to. I, I kind of want to watch. It, is, I it is a know movie. Now. It's a movie that it, this is not a first date movie. This is not a Britney movie. This is this is okay, very is. much okay. There it is. Th- this is like you need to be open to new experiences. Movie. Can that okay. please be our new scale? <laughs> I'm gonna make a scale and it's gonna be filled with Britney faces. And yeah, we definitely need that. Happy anniversary, honey! You've now made it officially into our uh, into our zeitgeist of films of black and white as to whether the movie would be for you or not. Okay, so here's the here's the here's here's why that's interesting. I right. asked the fellas to give me their top five list oh, man. of favorite comic book movies. And then I shot myself in the foot because then I made a full list of shit. And I was like, like that was incredible, by the way. This is tough. So I gave them five favorite comic book movies and three honorable mentions. I appreciate that. Yeah. So who wants to go first? I'm ready. I I can jump in. (laughs) Not me. Not me. Not me. (laughs) All right, Brian. Hit me, Brian. All right. Here we go. So uh, top five. I'm going to say... Captain America, The Winter Soldier, Batman Returns, Wonder Woman, Watchmen, Hmm. and then last, Batman, The Dark Knight. Okay, good. Mm, That is my top five. My honorable mentions are Dread with Mm. uh, Carl Urban, Deadpool, and The Batman. (laughs) Wait, 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 wait. Dread with Carl Urban and not... Judge Dredd with Sylvester Stallone. I do not like the Stallone wow. one at all. At you want to talk about the law? Yeah. I hope everybody enjoyed that who's listening to their, in, their, in their car. Uh, but yeah, no, the Carl Urban one, uh, it's incredible. Lena Headey, who played Cersei, is the villain in that one. And it's 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 such a good movie. It, it's is so good. Like, I almost want to watch it tonight. Okay. You say? I need to rewatch that. 
I need to rewatch that movie. Watch that too. <clears throat> um, as well. Doug, are you ready? Uh, are you I am. Ready? Okay, go ahead. So my top five are, uh, and in no particular order, okay. just, these are my top five. Uh, the Batman. The new okay. one. You both had the new, the new Batman in, yep. your, in your... Okay. Yep. yep, yep. The Batman. Spider-Man 2. Yeah. Okay, just, yeah. I really enjoy that one. Yeah. That's yes. Uh, yes. Avengers Endgame. Yeah. Easy. Mm-hmm. I would say Deadpool. That's mm. four. Yep. And then... What's my fifth? I would say probably the original Iron Man. Okay. Yeah. All right. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Any yeah. honorable mentions? Anything that you want to, you know what I mean? Um, Scott Pilgrim versus the World. I'm surprised that wasn't on my list. an honorable mention. Yeah, like, sure. it yeah. deserves an honorable sure. mention. I get it. Um, I also think Spawn for me that delivers, an honor, delivers an, deserves an honorable mention for sure Bond was fighting for life in mine oh, but yeah. he's there yeah. that's yeah. A, those that's are my cool. five plus two god damn okay good all right <clears throat> superman 2 is on my list specifically okay. superman 2 with zod um you know with christopher reeves mm-hmm. um iron man is also on my list because i just felt like yeah. that's a fucking great it, way to do an origin so story good. yes like, it was just yeah Blade had to be on my fucking list. I thought yeah. Blade would show up because Blade is just a really great Iron Man and Blade just go hand in hand. So that's four, right? Yes. Yeah. Here's where we get a little freaky. <laughs> okay, because I <laughs> I have Star Wars. I had a question. Star Wars okay. counts as a comic book movie? Yes or no? It it <sighs> was not a graphic. It was not based on a graphic novel. Okay. It depends which. It depends which one. I mean, I think that if you are going like the original three, no. But I think that there's some. You could make an argument that there was more hmm. canonical stuff that flushed out when Marvel took over and started doing the comic book, like producing this Star Wars comic, but that's a stretch and it's meeting you more than halfway. I, okay, yeah. I was going to say that. That's, I don't know. Yeah. I'm I definitely on the other side of that. More than no. halfway. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it's fine to say no. I want to say no um, no. Superman 2, Blade, Iron Man, <sighs> Dark Knight. Okay. Yep. Okay. And then my last fifth movie, Spider-Man No Way Home. I just got to be honest with you. Okay. I really think yep. that they did that well. I yeah. need to rewatch that, and yeah. I I need it to be <laughs> I, on yeah, Disney yeah, Plus yeah. and not Stars. But I get it. I get it. And then yeah. my <clears throat> here's my honorable mentions, which is also hard. Unbreakable. Okay. <sighs> yeah. Um, Giver uh, Two. Okay. Okay. Giver okay. Two. If you've never seen Giver Two. That's a that's a it's an old movie, but it's really good. Okay. Okay. And, I was struggling here a little bit going back and forth because we all know I love Zack Snyder's Justice League. Yes. So it's between Zack Snyder's Justice League, Endgame, League of Extraordinary Gentlemen, or Meteor mm. Man. So like those are all my... Wow. I'm kind of floating in there. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. You know what I struggled with? I struggled with my honorable mentions. Doctor Strange not working its way on there. Which for me... The original, like the very first Doctor Strange, encapsulate encapsulates him so well as a character that it is yeah. so hard to leave it off mm-hmm. for me. But I am so fascinated, Marcus. I am 
so fascinated that Zack Snyder's Justice League is not somehow in your top five. Here's here's why it's not in my top five. I would love it, to hear it. I'm very curious. It's not as easy to rewatch. And yeah. that is, ah, that's the okay. complications. Everything yeah. that I listed is so easy to get into and just watch. And like, it doesn't take long to get to it. There's uh, a first 30 to 40 minutes that I wish I could just zoom past in Zack Snyder's mm-hmm. Justice League because I want to get to the meat and potatoes yeah. of the team portion. So it's is just it, it's just not an easy rewatch. It's long. I mean, the, yeah. the only origin movie not, on not my list mention, is Wonder Woman. And that's because like they just get to it. They just got know? right to it. Yeah, not to mention there's all that slow-mo, so that like first 30 minutes is like actually like 45 oh minutes. Now, guess time. what? It's not number four. Now I'm kicking Dark Knight out. Uh, now motherfucker. I, knew, what? I, knew I, would, I knew I would berate you into yeah. it moving up. Hey, at least. No, I got a I, Zack I, Snyder film on my top five. I'm with you, man. That Zack Snyder movie is, is good, man, but I appreciate y'all. I do want to know one more thing before I move on. What mm-hmm. made, How did you choose your top five? Mm. Nostalgia. Hey, to be honest with you, of, I was not prepared for this, so I treated it like gun to the head. Like okay. if somebody was like, watch a super, watch a comic book movie, that's what I, those were the ones that I would pick first. I like that. I like that. I, yeah, I took it, I, I kind of took it as someone came up to me like, hey, give me like five like good, like mm-hmm. good movies. Not like, oh, watch this to get into the MCU. Just like, what's the cream of the crop? Yeah. And like, it's going to be a home run. Every single one of those of my top five, I feel like is is a home run. You're mm-hmm. having a yeah. good time with every single one of those movies. It's really interesting. I went from a different perspective. If somebody came up to me and asked me for a blueprint to direct a superhero movie, I would. Oh, I like it. Either Ooh, I really of like those that options. Thing. Oh, I like that. So really like if that. you either ask me to direct a movie and ask me what my blueprint was, because I guess I read the James Gunn article and was like, yeah, if he's pulling this as his inspiration, these would be my inspirations for writing a good movie. Yeah. <clears throat> That's a but, good one. Yeah, that's all I got. You know what I mean? Thank that's you good. for playing. I love it. Thank you for sharing. That's yeah. incredible. No, that I was really fun. Like uh, Brian, not Hello. serious people. What do you got? I'm not serious people. Hello. I'm here today to talk about stuff that Seth Rogen said uh, a few days ago Ooh. that I thought was interesting for our streaming beat. Uh, okay. So essentially, he was talking to IndieWire, and the thing that jumped out at me was he was talking about streaming services. And he basically said he was distressed by the lack of information that I personally get from these streaming services. Uh, And he goes on to say about how much money they're making off of us. Uh, So to summarize, essentially, not even the stars or the writers of streaming services know exactly how successful they are. Uh, There's not a, you know, and we've talked a lot about how people measure like how many streams are happening for a particular show. There is technically like a Nielsen thing, but it, the way they measure it, it's not a hundred percent bulletproof. So Seth Rogen is concerned that nobody actually knows how successful that these streaming yeah. services are being. And he goes on to say, I think they're making way more money than they're telling us and not paying us. Uh, and I wanted to bring this because the WGA strike is still, it's still on. Yeah. We're still moving forward with it. And I think that this is definitely going to play into it. The last thing I want to say here is I was listening to an interview with uh, Ginger Gonzaga on the Keep It podcast. I know I'm advertising another podcast on my podcast. I know. I know. I want to give credit where credit's due, though. Don't be a hater. She, uh, Ginger, was... uh, Shit, Brian. That's true. That's true. 
Yeah, she the was fuck, the, the paralegal in She-Hulk. I'm gonna power through this. Yeah, get him. And she uh, basically jump, talked right? about. She basically talked about how she gets no residuals. Mm. So not, on top oh of God, people really? not knowing how successful their shows are, they don't get any residuals. They just they get paid to do the streamer, and then it's like get out the door. So. Wow, it's it's a lot of this, and I think we're going to see it come up more as the WGA strike continues on. That's ass. That is fucking. Yeah. So it it is such a capitalistic way to think that they found a way to make streamers benefit the fucking system of like, I'm sure that that some I saw somebody was like, did they create streamers for this reason? And the answer is no. No. But also, they found a fucking way to cheat everybody out of it and thought nobody was going to... What am I supposed to write this shit and then just not get paid from it? <laughs> I can't get syndicated or what's the... What's the... What's the no, one of TV that is, that, is that right? Yeah, so that's it, how you get Seinfeld on TBS and stuff. So what the I, fuck? I, I think that this is a... I think this is a problem of innovation. Like, I think this was a... They innovated... They didn't ever think that this was going to be something that they had to do and being corporations that no one should really trust. They essentially (laughs) said, we'll just wait and maybe no one will notice. And now they're noticing and they're like, oh, fuck. Well, let's drag our feet for six months and then we'll figure it out, I guess. Like that's I I feel like that's what this is going to be. That's fun. I get paid more. I mean, what is the give and take here? What is a dream scenario, I guess? How do you get paid from streaming if they a syndicated TV show has seasons? Let's think Friends right. and I can't believe I went for the whitest TV show. I'm sorry. <laughs> it's, the mo- it's one you of did. the most well-known, though. But it is probably one of the most. I know, I know. They're in Black History Year. What the fuck? Um, <laughs> but like Friends and Seinfeld, right? They have seasons. Right. There's multiple seasons of these shows. I'm trying. I'm thinking out loud here, so I don't You're know. You're good. Yeah. You're good. They get paid by the episode that airs if you wrote mm-hmm. the episode you get paid for however long it's syndicated yep. on these shows yep. if streaming goes the same way but they let's use netflix as the sole streamer sure a sh- netflix cancels shit every other week uh-huh what is the proper way to pay a writer is it do you pay them in bulk like a um what do yeah, you call it? A lump it? sum. A lump yeah. sum. Thank you. What do, you. do you get paid in a lump sum? Is that better? Because you never know if your TV show gets canceled or if it gets canceled, do you still get paid right. because it'll live on the streamer forever? Like, I don't know. I would see them structuring it similarly to the way that sports contracts are structured. Right? Ooh, like, tell me if more. I, if I hire, if I decide to purchase the contract of a major league pitcher and right. he's going to be my starter... Right. I'm going to build in bonuses based on his performance. Okay. Yeah. How many okay. starts did he make? Was he selected as an all-star? Was he, what did, was he able to keep his ERA this low? Did we sure. make it to the playoffs? I could see streamers doing something similar where it's like, Hey, you get renewed for a season two because of mm-hmm. the show bonus. You get X number of streams within the first two weeks of a debut of an episode or a series, depending on where it goes, you right. get a certain a certain bonus, a certain percentage you're owed based on your role. Now, obviously, they'll have to wait it so that way leads get more than supporting characters, which I of think course. is fair. It makes sense. Um, but I could see them structuring it that way. 
I see some flaws in that. Um, Good. And I like this discussion. I like this discussion yeah. that we're having. Yeah. I see flaws in that because one, that means they would have to share the information with uh-huh. the people that are writing and do they yeah. want to do that. Two, yeah. um, it's it's the company that determines what gets canceled. So how do I know that you are essentially going to live by the sword and die by the sword? <laughs> I mean, they'll, that's they'll the... Have, yeah, they'll have to put that... They'll have to... There will have to be some third-party system besides Nielsen. Oh, yeah. There will have to be some third-party independent system that doesn't take money from private investors that won't skew the numbers because, again, this has to be yeah. some non a trusted nonprofit that yeah. will say, I will run the statistics for you. You pay me for that, but I'll run the statistics for you, and you can make your decisions off of it. Okay. How but do well, I even, – Even then – that if you take that, and this will be the last point I make, oh, of, no. like you're fine. If you take that to the point of like the MPAA, technically a nonprofit capable of issuing oh, out like yeah. ratings on things, yeah. you yeah. can't trust you, you inherently yeah. can't trust nonprofits either. They are yeah. just as corrupt as everybody I mean. else is. So, like, it is, I don't think that this is going to be a simple or easy solution. No, it's not. Me. I agree. But how do you, even in that system, just a, one more thing I forgot was, uh-huh. um, how do you? For a player, I know that I can either a do some steroids and knock this bitch out the park to get my bonus, right? That should juice that shit. Work hard, <laughs> work hard in the off season to really up my game. Surround yeah. myself with a super team to make sure I hit these bonuses. There are things as a player that I can do to kind of ensure I know how many touchdowns I need to get. Throw me the yeah. fucking ball. I know how many points I need to get. Pass me the fucking ball. How does a writer do ensure? or encourage that they hit that whatever X amount is when it comes to streaming. Do you have to push it out on your own TikTok and on your own socials to get people to go see it, pay for ads and revenue and like all that kind of stuff to push it more? Because what if it falls during a weekend where Avengers Kane the Conqueror comes out and nobody wants to fucking watch anything but that? That's the only, like, that's what's on my mind. Well, I think it's, go ahead, Brian. I, no, I just, I, I think I, I, they have to share their data at some point. Mm-hmm. I, I think, think that's what it comes down to. And, and I, that's, that's the rub. And Doug, you have something to say. Go ahead. What I was going to say is like, I feel like. Okay. A devil's advocate. For sure, okay. devil's advocate. For sure. Moment. Like, I think this would be then in that case, good for consumers because. Oh yeah. Think about it. If I am a streaming company, let's assume for a second that I'm Netflix and I have to ensure that the people that I pay, well, no, hold on. Now, as I'm saying this, it's, I'm thinking out loud and I'm actually now proving my own. (laughs) We're all about real time. Here's what I was going to say. On one hand, as a writer, if I want to have, if I'm incentivized to turn out the best possible product via a bonus, in, I mean, that's that's good for the content that comes out, right? Yeah. But on the other hand of it, the other side of it is it's also simultaneously, I don't know where this lands, but it's also like it feels like simultaneously bad for consumers because then if I, Netflix, don't yep. owe you anything, I can green light a bunch of projects that I know I'm never going to renew for a season two because they're not yep. well done yep. or I'm not going to support them as much. This is going to go 800 different ways. So I, this yeah. is both simultaneously God. good and also simultaneously well, bad for the consumer of the end product. And I think that 
at some point you have to be transparent with these numbers and netflix can do it because they're a private company like right. they're, uh-huh. they're not and they the thing that really bothers me is like you can do hollywood accounting right we all know that i, can't, huh? I think it's titanic or whatever it's technically hasn't made a profit right so they don't have to pay certain things um because of tricky accounting and so i know that exists and that's why i feel like putting the numbers just transparent for everybody to see of like, hey, this many accounts have watched this total um, for even viewers to see that. I feel like that helps everybody, because if you're able to yeah. point to something and be like, look, you, your season of Squish Mellow the Conqueror only got like 12 people in a month. Like you can see it's it. Okay. Everybody sees mm-hmm. it. You're not getting renewed. And people can be like, OK, like I understand that. I think as far as like residuals go, you you have to have something related to streams. You do. You have to. Like even Spotify, as crappy as it is for artists, and one of the things I don't like about Spotify is how they treat the artists, but like at least Spotify is being like, oh yeah, we pay people. Mm -hmm. Like we pay people based on streams. I don't think any of these streamers are doing that. Like that has to be the bare minimum. Uh, well, it's the, and, using, they're using Sky TVs to report their right. fucking data. Right. Exactly. Like, but you know, and, the, and the other, th- it kind of reminds me of when podcasts started getting popular. Right. Like when I was listening, I was a big fan of like the Joe Budden podcast when he first came out. Yes. Um, and he was like one of the leading people in how do you pay a podcaster? Like, right. what is the worth? How do you determine the value of a podcast, of a successful podcast? How do you do that with streaming? Like, yeah. and even now, if you create a system, let's say that like tomorrow they create a system for residuals, they create a system yeah. for streaming and paying writers and everything, it will change in another five years because yeah. thing, like, thing, streaming will constantly change, the technology will change, or the standard will change again. So, yes. you know, I don't know. Yeah, yeah. The, the thing, pod, podcasts are all based off of, there's one, there is two different ways that podcasts get paid and they could be adapted mm-hmm. to 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 streaming quite easily the first is you can get paid in what's called cpm cost per milli so per per thousand listeners you get paid out certain ad credits sure. so like for example for us support this podcast because we're not paying a shit for cpm like that's just the way this works <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. so like now go the back reality to what the fucking podcast right so, so so again the they get paid that's how it works that's why angel. say <laughs> that's why i say <laughs> um that's why that is why folks like the joe rogan podcast mm-hmm. for example oh. can mm-hmm. say I not only got paid a six million dollar, twelve oh million gosh. dollar deal from from Spotify, but I also now am able to say, "Hey, ad revenue, I get twelve million yep. listeners an episode." Put that in terms of that cost per milli. They're mm-hmm. making if it's thirty dollars per million list per per yeah. thousand listeners, that fucker is making bank off of that. Which podcast. he is. Which he is. So. So, and then as that ad model started to move away, they started to move into this exclusive rights. That's why you start to see this explosion of Spotify is the exclusive rights of XYZ podcast. And they moved that direction for that reason to say like, man, if we just let them own their own stuff and they'll, they'll put pit us against one another 
And then they also everybody had their own app. So they were saying, well, yep. this is the exclusive place where you can get, you know, the It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia podcast. You can't listen to it anywhere else but Spotify. Yep. And yep. so those are the two ad revenue models. I don't think the exclusivity exclusivity piece works because that already exists inherently in streaming. So the only other option is this cost per million watchers. And what's it called? CPM is the ad revenue format. Cost per milli? Cost per milli. Well, and I, I feel like... Yeah. Young money. <laughs> All right, that's it. Uh, so that's, little, yes. I mean, yeah. The little Wayne ad model. Little, I was yeah, going to say, yeah. little Wayne had this ad model figured out. <laughs> For a while. He's a young yeah. money millionaire. Wow. Yeah, clearly. Other than Nigerian hair. It, that's what he said. That's what he said. <laughs> wow, people are getting a genuine <laughs> live wire experience with this podcast tonight. We are, we are in fine form, folks. The name of this episode is Tougher Than Nigerian Hair. It absolutely is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For sure. But yeah, so you could go that route. Very interesting, yeah. Brian. Like, Very this could interesting. Go a thousand man. different ways. Well, it, I, I don't see, I don't see a situation where they get out of it at this point because oh, I no. feel like the writers are like, no, like you're, you're totally taking oh. advantage of me because you're giving me a lump sum of money that I've never seen that much money before. But how many streams and subs mm-hmm. are you making off of that? Mm-hmm. They'll never oh. know. And oh, I'm not Brian. saying it's going to be perfect when they figure it out, but there has to be something there's gotta be a system there there you can't you can't do the show without a writer i'm sorry you can't oh absolutely not fundamentally can't i I mean they're they're the heartbeat of that show mm -hmm. that's that's where you get the lines to say (laughs) and for some of them for some of them it's like a deeply personal thing like you know what i mean like it's a deeply like for example i think about I think about Stephanie Williams. That's the only like writer that I know. Shout out to Steph. And she and shout out to Steph. Yeah. She does a ton of like content for comic books. And she, the reason why her stories are so good, like when I read Nubia, I didn't just mm. say like, oh, this was a really cool take on a Wonder Woman story. Mm-hmm. It yeah. was like, no, I see like Steph and her identity and who she is weaved throughout this whole fucking storyline mm-hmm. so to say like oh you don't need them we can get ai to do that and they'd be fine oh my it's gosh just so fundamentally flawed on another level I mean, that it's just it's it'd be it'd be writing without a soul and there'd be like yeah you might enjoy it but there's also the like who did this okay wait a i robot. have a lot i kind of want to disagree can i disagree for a second please. i feel like in certain situations that is very true when you get breaking bad type shit just to go back to breaking bad yeah, and ai cannot write breaking bad no okay no it, it maybe could write the skeleton or the plot for breaking bad i'll give you that right like maybe you put it in put in some key characters and all that other shit like i've been playing with the ai shit and it's very it's kind of it's weird but it is very advanced yeah. right there are some shows though that are very cookie cutter and sure ai girlfriend marcus huh nothing <laughs> <laughs> i said what's the name of your ai girlfriend <laughs> Sharon, Veronica and I've been talking, and she's First got of all, some great. Stuff. <laughs> she would be black, so let's come on now. A woman of color, she would be of some woman of color, I'm sure. There could be a black girl named. And she could be a white woman too, because I love everybody. You know what I mean? You just so never know. What the Lord as long will. as she has virtual children, we're fine. <laughs> 
here's the thing about <laughs> I can't move on from hot moms. Like you all y'all y'all make it so I can't like like it's like hot moms. We we gotta we gotta figure it out for the next five minutes about hot, hot moms. You know. Do you uh, remember the mom with the house, the smart house? And like all the like that's what I imagine. You've never seen Smart House on Disney Channel? Oh yes, I have. I'm yeah. with you now. Yeah. That's where we are now. Yeah. Um, look, yep. all I'm going to say about AI, no, I'm going to say a lot more. AI is not it. It ain't it yet. Like, I just need to make this very clear because I just asked it to make an original series, an original comedy oh. series like The Office. Oh my God, Here's Brad. what it told me. The Bureaucracy Bureau follows the day-to-day -day operations of a dysfunctional government agency tasked with handling mundane paperwork and administrative tasks. The series is shot in a mockumentary style. As the series progresses, the Bureau faces budget cuts. Through it all, the employees must band together. So it wrote so it wrote so, parks and rec so it wrote park it's parks and recreation. That's right? parks and recreation. Okay, but here's the thing. Somebody would take that shit and make it into some type of peacock streamer and be like, <laughs> Have you ever seen a government agency not have their shit together? You'll love this. Catch us at Peacock on seven. Like, I mean, I do think someone is going to try this and people mm -hmm. are going to be like, this is the most soulless crap I've ever watched. And mm -hmm. I and I watched Just Shoot Me. I'm kidding. That show's fine. Um, but <laughs> like, I just there's no way an AI can do this. Like you even ask it yeah. to write like, hey, write me, you know, an episode of The Office in 2023. And it's like Michael Scott comes in thinking you know kokomo or you know i don't know the beach boys song like mm -hmm. wherever it is that's my a real favorite, place and it's terrible my favorite tiktok my favorite twitter <laughs> is there was a guy on twitter who used to say i showed a i showed an ai <laughs> a thousand hours <laughs> of of republican like national convention right footage, and right. asked it to write a speech based on what it saw and it's the funniest shit you've ever heard in the history of your life. Like it was so Jesus. incredible. Jesus. Yeah. That AI. Here's the other thing. The last part about this, an actor more than likely would not want to read some shit that an AI wrote, like a no. true actor, like who no. would want to go and say, Hey, an AI script wrote this, read it. Like it has no, yeah. you know what I mean? Then you're putting it all on the actor to add whatever emotion well, onto that, to that role. Right. You can't you can't go back to the AI and be like, hey, can you please rewrite this so it sounds less soulless? And it's gonna be like, <laughs> I'll remove all mentions of a soul. Like that ain't it. It's not it. Like it's not it. Do you if you go to it, maybe you go to the AI and you're like, hey, uh, give me five ideas for sitcoms. Sure, whatever. Yeah, yeah. Like I, I don't care. Right. Like that doesn't bother me. But like if you're trying to be like, write me a scene. Like I just I just typed one in to be like, hey, give me. Michael Scott in 2023 and like it's terrible like I'm reading through it and it's just like it's it's it, it's bad like that's all I'm gonna say is it's Garbage. bad yeah. well I, and I think the news I'm gonna go over Brian is actually gonna convolute this even further <gasps> No. Let's get complicated. Uh, let's okay. get yeah. nuanced. Guys, let's get yeah, let's messy. get freaky. Let's, let's get jiggy let's with get it. Messy. Yeah, yeah. Let's get, get out. Get out your KY jelly and no, your I'm carbs, not and wow, we're gonna yeah. get nope. real. <laughs> you lost I'm, me. You I'm lost me. Um, ladies yeah, and gentlemen, me. what the uh, fuck? Bring out the KY jelly. Don't just glide over that. Like sir, that. I. No, That's I, the that. point of KY jelly. So it glides. Um. 
what I'm going to say is, is Disney yeah. has been hit with a lawsuit oh. over its alleged cost shifting scheme within its own streaming division. Oh, oh yeah. Let's get into this. It's this going to be more messy. So I'm getting this from the Hollywood reporter. So a suit was filed on May 12th in California that accuses Disney of engaging in a scheme to hide the costs associated with producing its content, as well as the forecasts it used to justify those costs in what it made. So some other up uh, surface level highlights. So it basically says that Bob Chapek from 2020 of de December, 2020 yeah. to November of 22 Chapek and Kareem Daniel repeatedly yep. misled investors over the success of Disney plus by concealing the true costs of the platform <laughs> and the difficulty of maintaining robust subscriber yep. growth. Yep. Uh, it basically said, yep. it basically said we're on, we're on target to achieve a profitability of 230 to yes. 260 paid subscribers. And basically the lawsuit was like, no, they weren't. They were he never that close scumbags Ooh, yeah, that's fraud it's that's that's capital fraud. f fraud so who yeah. does that fall on um I mean, the individuals or the company disney can kind of wash its hands of it a little bit and say like well chapik no longer works for us yeah but then i wonder i mean he it depends on how the lawsuit would be structured if he's named personally then he's still his ass is in the wind for it if it's just Disney, then that's the issue. It sounds like investors on behalf of Disney are suing Chapek. Yeah. If that's the way it sounds it, to me. So it, I my guess is it's it's falling on him. Well, not to make everything about succession, but this they talk about this in succession about how the board who is you know the 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 elder council that's leading the company that the CEO reports to, right? They can do this stuff as a political maneuver. Like they can be yeah. like, "Hey, if you don't fix this, we're just going to sue you because you're not acting in our best interest." And right. I'm not entirely surprised by this. I remember when Disney was like, "Oh yeah, like look at our subs. We're like at 200, 300." And I was like, "This is just oh, one. It's not Brian. sustainable. Mm -hmm. It's not no. sustainable. You can't keep making the line go up. There's only so many people with a flipping fire stick that are going to be like Disney Plus, huh? please. There's no way. There's no way that's happening." And then on top of it, it's like you're not going to be able to sustain it. But there's no way I believe you that that it's that it happened that fast. And then I think they reveal they're like, oh, well, this is like ESPN and Hulu, too. And it's like, OK, that's confusing. Like, oh, oh, Brian, this is this gets this gets worse. So let's go back oh, to good. December 2020. So they are using the following statements as a way to sort of really bring this into the light. So in okay. December of 2020, Chapik said, quote, Disney Plus has exceeded our wildest expectations with 86.8 million subscribers as of December 2nd. This success has bolstered our confidence in our continued acceleration towards a DTC-first business model. So let's restructure the organization to put streaming at the center yes. of our business model. That was uh, so upsetting to so many people. Yep. Then you move it towards to say that 
basically under this new organization, he said our new distribution and commercialization strategy is, quote, to make the highest quality branded entertainment they believe will resonate with audiences. And then the entire this would this would force the company to be profitable by the end of 2024. However, in t- November of 2022, they had to report their revenue, sales, and earnings. Yep. The company reported that Disney Plus, ESPN Plus, Hulu, and Hotstar, God only knows what that is, reported, <laughs> an, oper- reported, reported an operating loss of $1.7 billion. They reported an operating loss of over a billion dollars, which was up six hundred and thirty million dollars from the last quarter from the same quarter in the last year. So basically, he said, hey, guess what? Come along. Will we with me? Won't you? We're going to make Disney streaming the next big thing. And then just flushed money down the toilet. And every time it clogged up and water backed up, he said, look, a success. And that's not how any of this works. Hotstar is the Indian arm of Disney Plus. Okay, okay, my bad. I called it a porn. I called it a porn. So. I mean, no, oh, I'll be I honest. Mean, if Disney Plus were to have Adult Entertainment, that's what Hot, Hot Star, Star brilliant. That would have been right on the money. That's what like, they would call it. Are you yeah. looking to chat with young hot blondes? Dial eight six seven to reach Hot Star. Like that's what that sounds like. A hundred percent. You want to talk to Cinderella? <laughs> After See? dark, yes. Find your find make make find the princess to make your dreams come true. Oh, uh, you know they've talked about it. You want to no lusty... do it, but you no, know they've yeah. talked about. They it. definitely talked about Disney Park after dark. Like that's definitely <laughs> a thing. Oh, Listen shit. here, Bobby Chapstick, my, my Bobby, my old chap. Your chapstick ass is chap boy. You is your ass is grass. <laughs> you your ass is grass, oh my, my boy. Yeah, you're cooked, you man. guys. I don't feel guys, bad for you. The Hollywood Reporter is including the legal document, so they attached the lawsuit that was filed, and yeah. the first line is plaintiff local two seven two labor management pension fund plaintiff on behalf okay. of itself and all other persons similarly situated by plaintiffs plaintiffs undersigned attorneys for the complaint against the defendants alleges the following based on personal knowledge as to plaintiff and plaintiff's own acts and upon and belief but yada 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 uh, among other things a review of u.s certainty sec filings public statements impressed by the walt disney company so it sounds to me based on this like cursely grand like reading of the first yeah. paragraph yeah. They're suing Disney like and it sounds as if it sounds as if this labor management pension fund local 272. I think that is investors that are suing Disney and we'll link this in the in the in the episode description. But they are suing Disney for saying you told us that this was profitable and it never has been. like that's why you don't do this like and i think bob chapik really thought if he just doubled down on everything it would be profitable and i honestly i think that's the reason i think that's one of the reasons we got so much stuff in the two years that disney plus was like up and running uh, for 2020 like Bob Chappick was just like, give them Miss Marvel. We got to get those, get She-Hulk down their well, throats. The, Werewolf by then, night. You'll like it. Like just and everything. All the, and then all the CGI. 
Yeah. All oh, those people complaining yeah. of like this, they weren't complaining just because like, oh man, we're being pushed to a limit. They were saying, yeah, we're being pushed to a limit on a business model that isn't real life. Yeah, well, then I hundred percent. Then I wonder if that's why all the cuts and everything that they that Disney has been going through for the past month, yep. few months, yeah, is related to they got to cover their asses for this. They got to cut their losses for everything that they lost with Bob Chappick throwing everything down the fucking toilet. Yep. And then they got to re-up. And that's why they had to bring in the OG. Bob Iger had to come back to fix yeah. the original shit. Yes. Not to mention prep for whatever shitstorm is already brewing. I'll tell yes. you what, yeah. this don't look good when Disney versus DeSantis. I keep bringing his ass up, but he's the okay, devil he's terrible. Yeah, but Disney versus DeSantis, this can't look good in that whole back and forth you know what i mean like you won that battle which is like kudos to you for being so slick and sly with that which is a different thing but not a different thing but this don't look good in the midst of it all with the writers with the writers on strike it doesn't look good good either that's not the writers are kind of vulnerable right now yeah The, the writers are saying like look we demand to be paid a fair wage for the content you're 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 putting our content that you're putting out there and then on top of that it's not only that it's a you put us out there and made us write in a locked room for two weeks two weeks straight for two months straight to perpetuate a business model that was never really going to make you any money you never had any intention of paying us. not the disney sweat house gee the sweatshop i I mean i I just i think I, I, we're not a political podcast. We're not. We're, are we're not we, that. We not. Uh, I mean, maybe we are. Well, the I'm thing good. I'm going to say here <laughs> is that I, I feel like this is not great for Disney, and they they Ooh. you know this is a front they don't need opened. However, what I will say is that uh, this is definitely something that DeSantis could point to during his run up to the election. But man, here's my thing. I am never, I am never gonna bet against the mouse when it comes to this stuff. Because if I know one thing, they're vengeful. They are Shit. persistent, yeah. and, and they prepared. are determined. And if it's not today, and it's not tomorrow, it's gonna be sometime soon. So, like, yeah, they'll if figure the, it out. If the, but... if, if the mouse was able to hook up Megan Good and and um king uh, the conqueror uh, uh, for a publicity stunt then i think they are possible they are able to do anything they can uh, do anything i, I also don't think <laughs> just deep breaths here because that is certainly what the jonathan major situation looks like that's what it looks that's like what it is you put it that's... with your golden child megan good the hood the hood legend everybody loved megan good in the hood it's yeah, it's, I, it's and now yeah. they dated oh man that's a hell of a cleanup shout I, out to you mickey mouse i also think that there's a certain portion of this of like there was a reason there were reasons beyond the company when okay. when everybody when bob Iger got when bob chapik got replaced and i sure. came in there was always a sense of like why like yeah. why change why change CEOs on on paper this man led you through covid you yep. have turned out more content yeah there's some complaints about like some cx some visual effects artists maybe yeah. being upset but we can take that as a grain of salt you all are doing great you're smashing it and then out of nowhere it's like <laughs> he's out 
Iger dusted off his sweater vest and is coming back to lead everybody into the golden land. And we're all sort of like, okay, cool. I mean, the Disney, the Disney park nerds are like, fucking thank God. Oh but man. Like, from everything else, if you weren't deep into Disney content, you'd never know. And now we're peeling this back. It's because yeah. they, Disney saw the writing on the wall and said like, this is going to come out. You yep. can't make we yep. can't lie these numbers away of losing one point four one point four seven billion dollars in lost revenue on on streaming services alone. You were never going to make that up. So I, yeah. fuck like that. I mean, that makes a ton of sense. I mean, I, I, I think oh my gosh, you would have needed like a hit like the Mandalorian. Mm -hmm. To, to like every month, essentially, oh. and I think that's what they were trying to do. That's why they kept shoving yeah. stuff down it. And the other thing, I follow this Twitter account uh, and YouTube channel called Defunct Land, and it's about theme parks and stuff. And he tweeted out a few months ago, like, "Hey, folks, like, just want to let you know, once Disney parks bring back the meal plan, that's when you know the recession's gonna hit because that's that's how they can recoup some money." And like a week ago, it was like. Disney Parks announces the meal plan is returning. Oh, and it was like, no. oh no, here it comes. They need money. Oh no, here it comes. So anyway, yeah. defunct land calling calling a, a recession. Well, and then again, no wonder he introduces a service called Genie Plus mm -hmm. and convinces everybody who goes to a theater to a park that you need it in order to make the most of your experience because he's over here flushing 1.47 billion dollars down the toilet and going why am I not making any money here well then I so wonder to look yeah oh sorry go ahead no I was just gonna say like it's he was gonna look to find people who went to the parks were saying man he's nickel and diming and trying to squeeze everything out of us yep. well of course he was because he was shitting he was <laughs> flushing everything else down the fucking toilet what's up with this disney plus thing <laughs> it's, it's it, i also wonder if that's why they if hulu as a platform is too expensive for them to keep afloat so that's why they're trying to combine hulu yeah. and disney plus into one app Oh. Or even Disney, Hulu, and ESPN Plus. Because There's a lot more ESPN sports Plus. on there than there has been lately. Because now it's now it's being said that they're trying to sell. Like Disney is going to get to a point where they're trying to be able to sell some of their movies on other platforms. Like yep. so, some of the stuff yeah. will be available on like Amazon Prime or some other things for people to purchase and buy. Even yep. though if you had Disney Plus, you will be able to watch it for free. So now it's all making sense. We got to make money off the shit that so makes us money in yep. other ways now. Yeah, I well, and I feel like with that too, the licensing I feel like is going to become more popular. Like I think you're going to see shows pop up on other streaming services because that's like one of the few avenues of revenue that these people are going to have. And I, I feel going back to Disney Plus, I like Disney. So it was announced that Hulu. I did not plan to bring this up, but Hulu is going to go away as a service by the end of this year, and it's going to merge into Disney. Yep. So I'm curious how much I, in a perfect world, if you have Disney plus, it all stays the same. The pricing. I don't believe that will happen. I definitely think this is going to be a way for them to goose like the numbers and raise the price for Disney plus. So they can be like, you have two services in one. So you should pay us $20 now. That's what I'm waiting for. And it ain't a kid. Uh, it's not going to be a kid site. It's not going to be a kid app just solely now. 
Well, I mean, I if mean, you have your parental guidance settings on, change yeah. your settings, everybody. Uh, you'll open up your world to more content that open you didn't even know was there, all because of your parental controls. D- Daredevil's just trying to beat the beat, beat his way Daredevil. to your screen. He, he's he's he ready. Wants, he wants you to find him. You just Daredevil need to change around. Your it's the Mickey Mouse Clubhouse. You see Daredevil just flying through, just passing through you, breaking noses. You know, just hallway scenes. With anyway, Mickey Mouse and Goofy, Jesus. Yeah, I don't know. Mm-hmm. They, might, I, yeah, exactly. So I don't know. I'm waiting for that oh, announcement man. of like it's going to be seventeen dollars a month, and the benefit for you is you don't there have to no click the green money. button for Hulu now. You get to click the blue button. Isn't that worth it? Look, I'm be like, buddy, the know, price man. of removing a button for you could be worth thirteen <laughs> extra dollars a month. A yeah, a month. <laughs> Look, look, man, I got the service to so watch Star Wars and so my kids can, can listen, watch everybody. Hulu is only one billion dollars a month. It'll get us a re-up. <laughs> Everything will be fine. Yeah. I mean, they never figured out Hulu. They never figured they out the identity for that show. They and they had they had so many opportunities to and they really just they never got it. it it's a bummer. But the, if you this want to expected. avoid if you want to avoid being charged extra fees, we can hire a man to come to your house dressed as a mouse who just will take your ass to pound town once a quarter, what? and that gives what? you two dollars off. Huh? What? What? Is, what? Can you define pound town? What? We all know. We no, 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 no. I don't know. Say it. Bloody out noses. Yeah, yeah, say yeah. bloody noses. Uh, okay. Brian, please leave me. Bloody noses. <laughs> Please, Please chat GPT. How do I get out of uncomfortable situations? Chat GPT. Define pound town. Write a script. This is why you need writers. Write a script. Write a script. Write a script called Goofy Goes to Pound Town. I want to hear it. I did ask, and it says it can't define it. It's a slang term. Oh, good, good, good. Mickey goes to pound town. Goofy goes downtown. That's on Hot Stars. Now star six seven for who? What? How lost are you that you're calling? You're calling the Disney hot star line, being like, I gotta talk to Goofy. Like I had that's a long those, day. That's those Disney adults. Let me that talk to Goofy. Very specific yeah. corner. That's a very. I mean, I'm not kink shaming, by the way. If that's how you I want to line, that's awesome. I might. I don't know a lot of people that would. If I pick up, no. if you pick up the phone because you're feeling hot and lusty and you hear a hoot and that's what gets you going, yeah, we might have a problem. We need to talk to somebody else. I, I don't want to talk to you. If that, I just look, you can like whatever you want. I just know that that's not for me. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Did you know that in the cartoon? Did you know that in the? This is the thing, really quick. I don't understand. I don't understand the universe Mickey lives in. Okay. Because not only does Mickey, a mouse, own a dog. Yes, we talked about this. Goofy is in love with a cow, and it's all fucking made up. And I don't understand it. What's the problem? What do you mean? What's the problem? That's how about you mind your own business and let them do what the fuck they want to do? Look, I may not be. I'm look. I might have some specious tendencies. Like you can only cows and cows, dogs and dogs. That is wow. That's, that goes against what Mickey Mouse Clubhouse stands. Wow. For, what the fuck? The Santas would love you. What the fuck? 
Yeah, that's what you I would love. I would love, <laughs> I would love if that makes it into his speeches <laughs> with the pudding. That'd be disgusting. <laughs> <laughs> Eating pudding. I only believe cow should be having sex. You know what I? Cow. <laughs> like, <laughs> you know what I believe? I believe God, oh cows, no. cows, do and dogs, and dogs. And the whole back and end of this podcast is disgusting. It's yeah. just, it's just yeah. straight. It is just straight id, like just the most straight. pure, unfiltered yeah. thoughts coming from the three of oh, us. Oh god, we let the intrusive thoughts win today. We did. We just, let 100%. We let the upside down in. That's what happened. Just um, they're not even Brian. intrusive thoughts. It's like no oh, yeah, regrets. Yeah. Brian, what's, what's up, Doug? Uh, succession. Uh, I have no transition. Yeah. I was gonna have. That's one. okay. I, I abandoned it. Uh, okay. You're fine. in the final season, and we, we you're enjoying it. Yep. Yeah. You're I'm enjoying it. it. Yeah. I'm loving it. I'm loving you're, it. You're enjoying it. Yeah. I said I didn't have a transition. <laughs> I don't want to talk about it. I was trying to find one with intrusive thoughts, but I was like, nobody, nope, neither Marcus nor Doug knows any of the stuff uh, going on in Succession. So I got nope. nothing. All I know is I I watched the first episode, and when Kieran Culkin belated that little Hispanic boy for not yep. being able to score with a baseball, I was yep. like, fuck this show. I'm out. Like, I can't. Yep. I yep. can't watch That's true. That's yep. true. Yeah, Brian, walk and- us through your intrusive thoughts about this final season of secession. Honestly, this show, I I think it's going to go down as one of the greats. I really do. And I think that what is, what is hard to get into about it is that essentially the premise is you're following the family that owns Fox news. That's the main premise. And it turns out they're all terrible people. Not a big surprise. Exactly what Doug said that Kieran Culkin's character says to a child Hey, if you Child. if you hit this past first base, I'll give you a check for a million dollars. Kid totally whiffs it. Kieran Culkin rips the check up in the kid's face. He says, better luck next time. And he hops in a helicopter. Like, these are terrible people. But somehow this show makes you care about what they're doing and what it and what it means. And it takes about three or four episodes to get there. And after you get past that, it's like, oh, like. There's this intrigue. Me being naive spent most of the first season being like, there's a good person here somewhere. I'm going to find them. And like about episode six or seven, I was like, oh no, these are all like the most depraved corporate people you've ever met. And now I'm invested though. And I want to know who's going to be the successor to the Fox news empire. Um, And there's just, there's a lot of great stuff in there. Also like, just families dealing with generational trauma uh and how even though these people are super rich they all they want is a kiss from daddy like that's all they want is this approval um and they are all not serious people which is where my tagline comes from that's one of the things that the patriarch says to all of his kids um and sticks with me because that is how some of these people view others of like you're not serious people you don't you don't do this it's like you have no idea what you're talking about Played played by Brian Cox, who's in yes, incredible. Uh, yeah, Brian Cox is phenomenal guy. on the show. Yes. Um. So honestly, yes. I this is a show about the most terrible people you might know. Uh, Breaking Bad has like some redeemable people, and there's a couple and, in there, and like there's a few I would say who are redeemable. Succession just basically is like, what if none of them were? 
And uh, yeah, it, they make a really great drama out of it. And the best part about it is that they make you care about them. The The episode that I got so hyped about is basically they distilled the feeling of like the night of the 2016 and 2020 election into an episode of TV. And I was both horrified and impressed that a TV show could make me feel that way. And that is why I'm so over the moon right now with this show, because one of the plot lines is they have to cover the presidential election and you see all this backroom dealing of like, oh, this candidate's calling us and they say they can do this for us if we call this state for them. And you're like, oh, my gosh, this is how it goes down. This is how it goes down. And it makes you angry and like interested all at the same time. So that's God that's damn. why I'm on cloud nine right now. All right. So what, what I'm hearing the is theme of the show. Like, what is the genre? What's the genre? If it's comparable to what? Sure. It, I, I'm going to say it's a drama. It's a corporate drama. If you want to go a step farther, it's like corporate espionage drama. Um, I think the, I mean, I keep using Breaking Bad, but I'll try to find a different there was um, a show, reference point. I think it was on Showtime. Was called, it the one with the anchor? Called Billions. Oh, yes. Oh. I would equate this yes, to Billions. Yes, very similar. It's a combination of billions and a, and the newsroom. Yeah. Which the newsroom. Yes. That's, so, perfect. That That's perfect. It's a combination yeah, yeah. of okay. billions and the newsroom. The yes. newsroom, I really enjoyed. Like, yeah. I thought yes. the newsroom was really great, but there was what I liked, what the, what, what I enjoyed about the newsroom is sort of Brian's point. And the reason why I enjoyed that more than else is that the newsroom had positivity. Like here is yep. this news anchor who at the very least is trying to tell the American public the right. truth and is mm -hmm. uncompromising about his values. And I right. can, I can relate to his values. The reason why succession is so hard is that I neither relate nor yep. find any of their values redeemable. Mm -hmm. And all I want to do is to be like, stop being such a shit. Like that's 100%. all I want to do. Mm -hmm. And so 100%. that's why it's hard for me. Yeah, I'm not interested in rich people. Yeah, no problem. Oh, let me be clear. After this show ends, like there needs to be a rule of like every y'all stop. You, you got to take a year off of making shows about rich people and yeah. their problems. Like yeah. there oh, needs yeah. to be a a limit and a boundary here because we've got enough of them. Mm -hmm. And I feel like su Succession is going to be like if you're going to watch one, this is the one you watch. The one watch. Um, you but like no, we do need a more we 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 do need a break. We need a break from rich people shows. Mm -hmm. I do we at agree. all? Do we at all think? that there is some element of this yes where you ever, you ever just agreed to some shit just to agree <laughs> yeah yeah for sure absolutely yep feel like there is some element to this like man there's rampant poverty and people mm. are actively worried about whether or not there's mm. going to be a recession here's a show about people who would never have to worry yep. about that it's Enjoy. escapism there is escapism that's, that's yeah. that might be a little bit well here's the here's how I, here's how i view it there's escapism right but it's also this oh rich people have problems too so it's not everything you you claim it to be it's okay that you're broke and struggling because even rich people have worse problems than just struggling well, day to day. And the thing that, yes, I think that's part of it. I also think that the, the thing that I like about succession is it shows how deranged these people are. Mm. Like there's an entire sequence where uh, Alan Ruck, if you're familiar with him, that actor, mm. he plays the oldest sibling. And in the first season, he like has an entire meltdown about catering and everybody's like, what, what are you doing? And like, yeah, these rich people are completely spoiled and cannot 
even operate their own life mm -hmm. to save themselves at right. that point. Mm -hmm. And like it skewers them in that regard of just like, you have no idea what you're doing. You have absolutely right. no idea what you're doing. And the success that you, you had was maybe a little bit of skill and a little bit of luck. That's it. Yeah. And they, the well, show does a good job of that, in my opinion. And I suppose the juxtaposition is that like money money doesn't solve all problems. Mm -hmm. Like if you have interfamily like familial trauma. Oh my gosh. And you're a part of a family that is in like inherently full of bad people. <laughs> there's yes. no amount of money that no will money. ever make you feel like better about it. If anything is only going to make it worse because on top of having to have a shitty family, you're also concerned about whether or not you'll mm -hmm. make any fucking money on the other side of it. Right. Mm -hmm. Right. Well, oh, that. That, yeah, I mean, and there's a whole push and pull about that. And it's like, <laughs> imagine your entire future life savings is tied up in like how much you impressed your dad who hates you. Like, I mean, and it's comical and sad all at the same time. And it's like, this is dumb. You should just go do your own thing. Don't play this game. But of course, they never do because they don't they don't know anything else. This is the family they grew up in. So, yeah. Anyway, yeah. I love Succession. Oh, yeah. So, well, I appreciate well, the space it, to talk about it here. Well, for those interested, Super Mario Bros. is coming to digital platforms. From the board, from the board, from the boardroom to the billiard hall. Yeah, yeah it is. Uh, my kids will be watching that immediately. May sixteenth, May seventeenth is also. Oh, uh, oh yeah, go ahead. Yeah, Quantumania and Avatar: Way of the Water got a Disney Plus streaming date of March twenty eighth. So, or May May twenty eighth. Um. Oh, since March twenty eighth. So. Oh. Sweet. Nope, starting June 7th. Sorry, it's been oh, available to purchase starting since March 28th. It'll be on streaming. There you go. Now, that's some good that's some good stuff to get you through the summer. Yeah, and then the get fall you wet. We'll hit you. Yeah, because ain't like, no writer. writers at. Yeah. Right. Yep. Yeah, well, I'm gonna queue up some music. Uh, okay, well, everybody queue up, queue up what you gotta queue up. Folks, um, we, we call uh, we call this hitting the wall. Yeah, 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 yeah. This is ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the wall. Welcome to the wall. I've hit a couple walls in my day. Ooh. Uh, nope. Oh, this is my great my outro music. Gross joke. Um, gentlemen. That's exactly what I meant, by the way. So you should have just went for the. You should have just went for the joke. I know what you meant. Yeah. yeah. Um, uterine wall. Mm -hmm. uh, <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> uterine wall. Hey, just on. straight like that. Come on, <laughs> right? Come on, come on. I'm trying come to find my. You. I'm trying to chat GPT my way out of this, and it's just it's giving me information about Brian, it. It's we told helping. you we was on our bullshit today. You, right. you Brian, delivered that, all, of that, you. all of that. All of that chat BT is saying. All that chat GPT is saying. Just politely excuse yourself and leave. You <laughs> yeah. haven't included. You like, haven't included that it's a podcast that you can't just leave back from. out the room. Um, it's just like gentlemen. five options. Politely change. <laughs> subjects <laughs> leave. uh we have reached the segment where we have things to plug uh brian what do you got hey go to the love nerds.com that's uh that's a great site for your lifestyle needs a great blog that my wife writes go check it out the love nerds.com absolutely 
for sure marcus you want to make sure you follow the mantra never offended always humble that is the mantra n-o-a-h go ahead go buy yourself some merch go ahead and uh, go listen to some music go listen to some soul tie um happy belated mother's day you know happy future father's day you know what i mean we sliding right into things you know what i mean um they just said fuck the children children don't get a day but that's fine they don't Follow them they on. every day is child never offended always humble. oh every god it's child's day um <laughs> in addition to a happy mother's day a belated mother's day to all the mothers listening out there um i'd like to plug this podcast this is we if you're looking for a way to share the love share us with your friend a friend or a family member tell us tell them about our pod especially if you enjoyed it but also if you feel like you know helping the pod out you can go to patreon.com slash films in black and white sign up for one of our tiers you'll get access to our bonus episodes and more i released a bonus episode there today that will go out to the public later y'all get to enjoy that which is a lot of fun um but that is what we have so check those things out and show us some love uh we greatly appreciate it uh gentlemen we have a three-step process to success yes we do. mark brian what is our first step i almost gave the first step to mark I mean, that, that would have been okay i could tell you drink water too i mean but yeah. look read a book just read just read because you're, you're like you know what i don't read it takes too long or like i, I read slow Here's the thing. Just keep reading. Just don't stop. Just keep reading something and you're going to keep up that stamina. Even if it's something fluffy or like fantasy or whatever, whatever's easy to read for you. Just keep reading. That's how you keep your stamina. That's how you keep being interested in things. So read a book, please. Yeah. Just don't don't ever stop reading. If yeah, you please, stop just reading, keep reading. start reading right now. Yeah. Read something else. Basically, until your eyes bleed is when you should stop reading, and even then, keep reading. That's how you need to read. Okay. Uh, Marcus, what is our second step? Jesus Christ, just drink some water, man. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> water. Hey, look, here's what I got. Wash your ass, all right? There's spring, there's trees, there's pollen. It's all getting places. Oh, wash yeah. your ass. It is. It is getting places. Anyway. Wash your ass, drink some water, read a book in that order. Can't read a book while you're stinky or while your mouth is dry. So just you do all three. The only place you can't, the only time you can't do those two things is reading a book and washing your ass because you're going to get the pages wet. That's true. It's literally That's true. the only thing you can do true. together. Unless it's you're listening true. to an audio adventure. That's true. That's true. Uh, we'll be back next week with another fantastic episode of Films of Black and White. But in the meantime, and in the between time, stay safe, stay healthy. We love y'all. We appreciate y'all. We'll catch y'all next week. You varying walls. <laughs> I'm vibing, but I don't like it. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>